welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook, and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards and the Positive Change Podcast Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our Boom Bang Oh My Gosh Wow podcast, which you will find along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. But right now, I am just so thrilled to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. She is Deanie Humphreys Dunn, and her winning book is titled Wilbur's New Home. Deanie is a multi-award winning children's author of eight books, and she believes the message that perseverance is the key to accomplishing amazing things and has made it her mission to share this message, one that can benefit every child. Through her inspiring real-life and fictional works, children learn that anything is possible when they refuse to give up on their dreams. And Deanie knows this from her own life experience, that we can attain much more than we ever imagined possible by never quitting. And I have been inspired by our several author interviews, and I'm so looking forward to another opportunity right now. Welcome back, Deanie. Hi, Pat. I'm so excited to be back talking to you again. You feel like an old friend, my old friend. Yes, I am. (laughs) You are. Well, once again, congratulations on winning the Firebird. Thank you so much. Wilbur and I are always tickled to get an (laughs) award from you. (laughs) You know what? I have to let all the winners know and give you and Wilbur credit um, because thanks to you, we announced the Firebird Book Awards a day early. I was planning on doing it on the 20th and I got an email from you and Wilbur and you said, oh, Wilbur, so so excited. His lights are flashing. When is this going to happen? And I think I sent back to you now, just wait, we're going to do it tomorrow. But then as I thought about it, I thought, you know what? Let's just do it early. So everyone needs to thank Deanie and Wilbur. Uh, Wilbur and I were so excited to get it early because he just can't wait to get news. <laughs> he He loves to find out what's going on. You know what I love best about you and your writing is that um, Wilbur is like part of the family. He's a real, he's a real tractor. Yes. The truth is he is real. We have a real tractor that we named Wilbur. So Wilbur, the story fits right in. And that's what gave me the idea because we have a little tractor and he has square eyes and they look, square headlights and they look like eyes. And he's just so cute. I said, we have to write a story about Wilbur. (laughs) And then once we started the first story, we said, well, we can't leave it here. We have to have a second story about Wilbur's new home. Well, Wilbur is part of our family now, too. How's that? We are very excited about that. (laughs) Wilbur loves making new friends. He does, doesn't he? That's so fun. Oh my gosh, Deanie. All right. Well, let's let's give a little brief peek into the book, Wilbur's New Home. What can folks expect this time? Well, in Wilbur's first book, he had to leave his best friend Jim because Jim was worried about Wilbur doing too much work on his big field that he was going to buy in, around his vegetable garden. So he told Wilbur that he was going to find him a new home. And, of course, Wilbur was very upset because he didn't want to leave. But Jim helped him understand that changes can be good sometimes. And so Wilbur, um, in the 
second story, Wilbur actually finds his new home, but so first some people come to see him. So Jim says, oh, Wilbur, somebody's coming to see you. And at first Wilbur's excited. He said, who's coming to see us? And Jim said, oh, a, a man is coming. And Wilbur says, well, what if I don't like him? What if he's not nice? And Jim said, well, if you don't like him and you're too shy, I'll help you. He said, I'll talk. I'll talk to the person if you don't want to say anything. And he said, we'll have a special signal. If you flash your headlights, I'll know that you don't like the person, and then I can tell him something. So that's what they did. So the first person comes to see Wilbur, and he was very grumpy. He just looked at Wilbur, and he said, he's too old, and he left. And Wilbur went hiding behind something, and Jim said, it's okay. You can come out. He's gone. And then... And another person comes, and by now Wilbur's a little worried because the first person wasn't very nice. But Jim said, well, you know, some people aren't nice, but the right person will come along. And his friend Hattie told him the same thing, Hattie the chicken. She said, Wilbur, you shouldn't worry. You have to be patient, but the right person is going to come along. So the second person came, and he said, I don't like him. He's red, and I think red tractors have bad tempers and they misbehave. So now Wilbur was really upset, and he he was thinking the right person was never going to come. So Jim said, well, we'll go out and we'll, we'll mow some grass and we'll pull up weeds and you'll feel much better. So Wilbur felt a little better after that. And then the next person came, and... It was a nice young man. His name was Willie, and he uh, he had red hair and it kind of matched Wilbur. And then he had a, a big dog that jumped right out of the window to go and talk to Wilbur. So Wilbur decided he liked this person right away because he talked to the dog, Elliot, and and the, the young man, Willie. He said, oh, I love Wilbur. He's so strong and sturdy. And so... Uh, Willie and Elliot took a ride on Wilbur around the yard, and they saw how well he cut the grass, and everyone was excited. And then Wilbur um, found his new home. I love how Wilbur is stands for every little child, right? Yes. Wilbur helps children to understand that changes aren't always bad. It seems bad at first, but there could be something good coming, too. It's not all bad changes aren't all bad and so and then there was even a surprise for Wilbur when he got to his new home because Elliot didn't come with him when um Willie came to pick up uh, Wilbur and uh, Wilbur said where's Elliot and he said oh he has he's getting a surprise ready for you so once he got to his new home he found out it was where his friend Hattie the chicken lived and they were very happy. He was very excited to see Hattie because now he can see Hattie every day. <laughs> oh, he I... loves Hattie, and Hattie wears the cutest bonnet. That's how she got her name. She has a straw hat on in Wilbur's story, and she wears different kinds of bonnets. And when she plans a party or when it's something special, she goes out and gets a new hat. <laughs> you have way too much fun in your brain, Deanie. Well... The creative part is working all the time. The part that figures out math and all that, that part doesn't do a thing. (laughs) 
I have that same liability. I still count on my fingers, so it's it that was a part of my brain. I always said, I don't think it's there. <laughs> yeah, my side that does math, it, it doesn't like it. <laughs> when I was growing up, my mom used to always tell me that I'd do much better if I put some sunshine on the math, but I just didn't like it. Oh. She even got me a cute little book with the numbers dancing all over the place when there was a picture of the numbers they all had a job to do and they were happy and dancing and doing their job but it didn't help it didn't help I still don't like math well it just proves you can still be a successful and thriving person even if the math portion of your brain is non-existent (laughs) yeah we could be living proof (laughs) I think we We can succeed without math (laughs) It was so bad for me that um, even in college, I majored in music, but I had to take just the freshman math course. And I'm sorry, I just had such a problem. I actually had to go and beg the professor. I'm like, look, I'm a musician. I'm majoring in music. Can you just pass me? Because it's it's not happening. When are you going to need math if you're going to study music? (laughs) Exactly. I love music, too. Me too. So fortunately, he, he smiled down on me and passed me because otherwise I might still be there. <laughs> oh, no. He he recognized all your talents and he decided <laughs> math isn't all that important. Oh, my gosh. Well, we found another co- piece of common ground here today. I love that. You know what I also like is that within that story you just shared that Jim had that signal with Wilbur, which parents and people looking after children should always have, that signal that if a child is feeling something, flash your headlights or whatever you might want to do just so the adult knows how the child is feeling if the child's too afraid to speak up. Yes, I can relate to that because I was very shy when I was growing up and I didn't say a whole lot of anything if I could help it. (laughs) Did your parents have signs and signals you could use? They knew when I wasn't happy, and um, it showed all over the place. If I was a little out of sorts, my my dad would be, what's the matter with her? (laughs) (laughs) And then he would find out from my mom what was going on. Yeah, it's very important for, for the adults in the situation to have that sense of awareness so that they can pick up whether the child, you know, how they feel, even if the child's unable to verbalize that. Yes, they have to, they have to know so they can fix it. Yep. Very important. Yes, so true. Wilbur knows that too. I know. Wow, so why is it important for you to write these kinds of books? I just love uh, writing stories and I want children to be inspired and um, each one of my books shares a different idea and a different message. With Wilbur, it's friendship and kindness and getting used to changes and with my um, my life at Sweetbriar book, it's about overcoming obstacles and and getting to realize your dreams, even when people tell you that you can't. And some of the other books are about um, Charlene the Star is about it's okay if you have different talents than your friends. So I like to have different things that I can talk about that children will like and have fun learning about. And a big part of a a winning children's book is the illustrations. And we talk about this every time, but I also want to talk about it again today, just to give a shout out to your illustrator. Yes. Well, for Wilbur's new book, Wilbur's new house, uh, Wilbur's new home, 
Um, we had two illustrators because my sister Holly Humphreys Bajaj was too busy to spend all the time doing all the illustrations. She didn't have all the time that it needed, so we hired Wanda Lewis Urabazo to help with, with the pictures, and we had fun. She made beautiful pictures of Wilbur and Hattie and some of the other characters, and I think she had a good time um, doing it. Oh, good, good. I know your sister is very uh, important part of your work. So, um, yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to those who helped create this winning book. Yes, Wilbur wouldn't be the same without their talents, because when I draw something, nobody knows what it is. Me too. Uh, nobody wants to play Pictionary with me. Uh, well, <laughs> see, there's another another way that we match. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what's next for you? What are you working on now? Oh, Holly and I are working on um, a book about twin ponies, and it's, I think it's going to be really cute. My part of the book is finished, and it's at editing now. It'll be edited um, next month, and then Holly's going to finish her illustrations, and then we'll be ready. It's about twin ponies, and in some ways they're alike, like they both have big blazes, they both have wild manes that go every which way. Uh, they're different colors. One is dark and one is light, but they both have big round feet. And they say, aren't we lucky that we have big round feet? We'll ne- we're never going to have trouble with our feet because uh, big round feet just don't have trouble. The little narrow feet always hurt, but the big round feet are great. So they so they said, isn't that exciting? So the ponies want to teach children how to ride. That's what they want to do. So they have a lot of adventures doing that. Oh, you're putting yourself into the perspective of horses. I mean, being a horse person yourself who's quite accomplished, I think that's kind of neat for you to write from the perspective of the pony. Yes, we we really liked um, this story, and Holly likes it a lot. So we'll see what happens to it, but... um, she sent me the the first draft of the first picture, and it's just so adorable. The ponies are so cute, and their names are Coco and Cream. And in the story, they have nicknames, too. One is called Mop Top because of her wild mane, and the other one is called Puff because um, she's like a cream puff. She's really easy to handle. Oh, I can't wait. You've got to share Coco and Cream with us when it comes out, too. Oh, I'll let you know when Cocoa and Cream is out. Hopefully, um, we're hoping for the, toward the end of the year. We'll see. Okay. All righty. Well. And so um, we're really excited about that, too. Uh, so much going on with you. I love it. All righty, my friend. Anything we missed when it comes to Wilbur that you wanted to talk about today? No, I think everybody knows more about Wilbur's stories now. And Wilbur's New Home is the second one in the series. The first one is Wilbur the Tractor, a a tractor named Wilbur. Um, So if anyone wants to find out more about it or about any of the books, they can look at www.childrensbookswithlifelessons.com. All righty. My friend Deanie Humphreys Dunn and her winning book, Wilbur's New Home, and the website is Children's Books with life lessons.com. 
Dini, I just love you, and we, we're, we're like sisters here. We've got so much in common. I always just enjoy speaking with you. Thanks so much for today. Oh, thank you for talking to me and sharing Wilbur's stories. And it's always one of my favorite things to do. We have a good time together. And thank you so much. <laughs>